good day, good afternoon, good night. How you doing? This is MCM and you're listening to You're Probably Right. Today we are going to have a serious conversation. Well, maybe not a serious conversation, but there's going to be a serious talk happening here. Now, of course, I'm only doing the talking, but just stay tuned. Mic check, mic check. Yeah. How you doing? You bored? Is there nothing else to do? <laughs> All right, yo, what's up? This is MCM, and you're listening to your Probably Right podcast, where we try to keep you happy entertained well not really happy because i can't make you happy a podcast can't make you happy i mean if anything maybe you're excitable and it excites you for a little bit and or maybe you get a couple laughs or you're interested or whatever the case is but my words are not going to make you happy my words are not going to leave you at any type of long-lasting peace but I can tell you that the Lord God Almighty can give you the peace that passes all understanding surpasses all understanding and happiness well you can find that joy you can find that joy in the Lord anyhow (laughs) I'm not here preaching I don't even know if I'm here teaching But one thing I do know is this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You hear me? Entertainment purposes only. So anybody decides to come through, you decide to come through on your own. And um, if you came through to play morality police or politically correct police or inclusion and all the other things that you may say you stand for well if you came here for negative reasons well you're probably right but at the same time why don't you go find something you want to do other than be here with me you know what i mean i'm talking to them over there yeah you over here yeah not you over there you over there (laughs) I wish I had a couple mics. I could just kind of throw my voice around. But anyway, check it out. I'm going to go through some stuff that I'm going to try to clear up some stuff. But I mean, this thing could go any which way at the end of the day. So this podcast shall be called Decoding Desire. Unveiling what blank truly seek you could put the you could put the whatever the word that you think that needs to go in there unveiling the what blank truly seek but i mean at the end of the day it's called decoding desire okay and it has nothing to do with sexual desire so if that's what you're here for that's not what i'm here for and you're not gonna hear it here so i figure i'll just save you some time I mean, you could click through the end and see what's up, what I'm saying by the end, but I mean, that's your choice. 
goes. So here we go. So we're going to start off with... A simple statement. What you want may not always be as desirable as desirable as desirable imagine like it's just it's i think i watch too much american people no i guess i can't blame it on the americans um not the north americans the americans yes the united states of america okay now, let me read that again now desirable <laughs> all right here we go again what you want may not always be as desirable as it seems okay so check it out and remember i do not profess to be a professor of anything i am a professing christian and this is not a christian podcast this is a Chris, this is a podcast by a christian and i am the one mcm and this is you're probably right once again now let me just say something quickly the opinions expressed <laughs> by MCM do not necessarily reflect anyone that he knows, works with, with, related to, or associated with. These are the words that are coming out of my mouth, and they are for entertainment purposes only. So chill out. All those of you who would cast aspersions and try to cancel me. I mean, in order for you to cancel me, somebody would have had to put me on first, no? <laughs> I gotta actually start something. Well, I mean, the podcast is here, but um, that's a whole other story. You come after me, I'm coming after you hard. That's what I, that's what I say. He knows the people. Okay, let me get with it. So. Well, first thing I would say, our first reason why it may not be as desirable as you think is a lack of fulfillment. Sometimes achieving what you want doesn't provide the satisfaction you expected, leaving you feeling unfulfilled and wondering if there's more to it. I mean, have you ever tried to maybe be with someone or maybe in a certain way? <laughs> and I know I said it wasn't about certain things, but yeah, well, uh, sometimes you, you, you know, you, you, you get what you want. You can't really have the cake and eat it too. So, Maybe the struggle was more of what you wanted than the actual prize. Because sometimes when you get the prize at the end, you're like, what the heck? I stressed myself out for all of this? <laughs> the sad thing is sometimes, you know, you fight for something for so long. You know, it's like the roar was way stronger than the actual bite, you know? And that's when life gets kind of sad. And, you know, could you imagine 
Now just 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 close your eyes for a second. Wait, wait. if you're driving, don't close your eyes. <laughs> Matter of fact, keep your eyes open, people. In your mind's eye, you never know what you get blamed for in these this, this day and age. I'm telling you, trust me. Uh, <laughs> um, imagine you got all the money, whatever that is to you. Maybe three thousand dollars is is all the money in the world to you. Maybe three million. Maybe 300 million, maybe 3 billion. I'm not even going to say 3 trillion because if you're listening to me and you're waiting for 3, 3 billion because you got 3 billion because you 3 billion because you got 3 billion, <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> um, sometimes you achieve what you want, sometimes it could be. Um, maybe you graduated and you're like, this is it from high school. You graduated from college. This is it. You get your doctorate. This is it. <laughs> you got whatever it is. Maybe you won a race. Maybe you won a game. Maybe you won a championship. It was like, wow. You, one thing most people realize, it was the struggle. That, yes, that everyday struggle of getting to where you wanted to get to, that is the most cherishing part of, you know, wherever it is you're trying to get to, because you have to enjoy that. Enjoy that work. Enjoy having to use your brain, your brawn, your talking skills, your practicing skills, your dedication, whatever it is. Because at the end of the day, when you get to the other side of that rainbow, all that glitters may truly not be gold. Nothing like getting to the end of something, maybe at the end of your life and saying, that was it. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. A lack of fulfillment. Sometimes achieving what you want doesn't provide the satisfaction you expected, leaving you feeling unfulfilled and wondering if there is more or if there is more. And I'm going to take it into, um, I guess, a serious. Um, let me change the vibe of this thing I'm listening to. It's killing my vibe. <laughs> Let me just move this. Nope. Wow, this is horrible. All right, guys, hold on a second. I'm going to tell you a little story, but I can't do it listening to this thing. Uh-oh. Nah, man. No, sir, re Bob. <laughs> I know I killed the vibe, but it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's my vibe. Okay, there we go, that's better. So, I'll never forget something, and, and I'm doing you a favor by telling you this. So, please hear me out. Nothing, nothing stronger than a couple things to me. 
or expressions. The sound of a baby crying for the first time. Born. Maybe they give the baby a little swat to make sure lungs are working properly and everything to sustain life. And the lack of fulfillment or the regret from someone who is who death has been pronounced on. Now it's different. I actually tell you, I can tell you at the very end because something soaks into you at some point. But if you're a person who have been told that you're going to pass because of say illness, there's all this shock. And very soon after that comes you know, maybe you've lived your life the way you thought you wanted to live it. But I'll never forget the words of my sister. I can't tell you exactly what she said because it's... I'd rather just keep her business private from that extent. Actually, no, no, I'll tell you. Because maybe, maybe those words needed to be passed on and she certainly can't pass it on to you. So I'm going to tell you because she's not here and she's my sister and and um, if I can encourage you to live your life with more purpose, with more care, with more love for other people, then those words will just not, they didn't just go into the atmosphere and fall on deaf ears or, you know what I mean? So my sister said to me, you know, bro, and she didn't say bro, she said my name, but I just don't feel like saying that. But she said, but I didn't, I haven't even had kids yet. I didn't even get married. Now, taking that at face value, it just sounds like a bunch of regret. But the reality is, my sister was busy doing what she actually wanted to do. But, and, and that's, that's from a standpoint of she, she finished school, school that she wanted to go to. She read and learned all types of different things. Um, she helped be a caregiver the best she could for my parents, even my other sister. And um, she took care of my nephews and my kids she helped out with and she helped out with a lot of people and a lot of things different things right until the end of where she just couldn't do it anymore and that was her desire but there was always other things that i think she wanted to do but she didn't do and there was still a lack of fulfillment because she didn't get to do the things that she needed to do for herself but she got so wrapped and do it, wrapped up in doing things for other people, which, believe me, is very admirable. I believe God looks at that in a special way. I mean, I do anyways. I can't speak for God, but she was certainly selfless. She was certainly giving. She was certainly humble. 
She was certainly gracious. She was soft-spoken. She wasn't argumentative. She was very rarely ever really rude at all. She was so helpful and nurturing. But there was still lack of fulfillment because she achieved all the things that she achieved. But I'm just saying at the end of the day is you may go out and do something or some things for a long period of time. But be careful when you put all of your eggs in that one basket because if the basket drops or when the basket drops, how many eggs are going to be left? Unrealistic expectations. The anticipation of getting what you want might lead to unrealistic expectations, setting you up for disappointment if reality doesn't match the fantasy. Now, yeah, you could get that man that you want or that woman or that piece of pie. <laughs> You might think it's going to taste so good, like the first time you ever had it, you taste it, and it's like, meh. I think they make things different nowadays, right? That's what people just say. The fries at McDonald's taste so much better. <laughs> that ravioli just doesn't hit the same when you're 47 as it did when you were seven. <laughs> you know, but I guess, you know, that's that's just the way it goes. You have unrealistic expectations, you know, people get married and, you know, they've maybe they've read to one too many Harlequin books or they've watched one too many Tyler Perry movies or they've watched one too many Brad Flick, Brad Pitt flicks or Leonardo DiCaprio flicks or Denzel Washington flicks, you know, <laughs> Maybe you're a dude and you got into a fight thinking, you know, I'm going to be the man. I trained so hard and you get you get there. You you, you think that it's going to be something in it and it works out a different way. Be careful what you wish for. I'm telling you from personal experience, I sometimes I've strived. I've strived so hard to get certain things. And then. You get them and it's like, so what? Maybe it's your education. Maybe you've always dreamed to have a, a some type of degree. And then you get that degree. And you want to big up yourself. And you do for a day or two or three weeks. People say congratulations. And then you realize it's just there. It's a paper. And you realize there's been many who have surpassed where you have and they still don't have happiness and you certainly don't have happiness where you are then what when you load up desire in your heart for anything and it doesn't measure up to your desire watch out because you're probably on your way to a crazy fall next a loss of motivation Achieving a long-desired goal can leave you without a clear direction, causing a loss of motivation as you wonder what to aim for next. And I'm sure maybe some of you have heard of it, of um, people like uh, athletes 
who achieved, you know, ultimate success or um, astronauts, they made it outer into outer space, supposedly. <laughs> and then it's like, now what? You've already shot and gone to the stars. Now what are you supposed to shoot for? You already won six or seven um, Super Bowls <laughs> like a Tom Brady. What do you go after next? While he was trying to go for his what, seventh, he was in the midst of um, getting a divorce, probably because he put all of his time into the football. If you don't know who Tom Brady is, you got to look it up. <laughs> but um, yeah, early achievers are, you know, those people like the thing about the child actors who end up on like, if I think of movies like, say, The Goonies, um, if I think of uh, like, like different strokes, um, family matters, you think about all those, those little, those little, um, kids, um, maybe like a home alone, Macaulay Culkin, you know, you get this success and then it's like, now what? And you end up with loss of motivation because you got to where you wanted to get to very quickly. Or maybe it wasn't very quickly, but it just sucked the life out of you to do it. You got there and then you find out it wasn't what you thought it was. And you hear people who are rich, like, say, uh, you know, Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls, whatever. Christopher Wallace saying that more money, more problems. It's like, oh, this is what <laughs> this is what it is. Next, unexpected consequences. Getting what you want might come with unexpected consequences or responsibilities that you hadn't desired or considered. Kind of think about somebody, you know, everything that you want has a consequence, right? Say you always wanted a, okay, let's just say, okay, you're a regular dude and you, you want an Acura. You got an Acura. You're driving around an Acura. You say, you know what? One day I want to own a Porsche, right? Acura's all right. You, you know, you're dealing, you know, you're paying your little money a month for the insurance and stuff like that. You say, no, I want a Porsche. You had, you go ahead and you grab that Porsche. You find out instead of paying $140 a month for insurance, you're paying 568 every month for insurance. Yeah, you get the floss. Yeah, you got a car that works better. Yeah, you're in a better, a bigger house. You're in a better neighborhood, but it comes with cost. It comes with higher bills. It comes with more, more energy bills, maybe. Maybe you wanted a, a, a souped up car, burns more gas. You know, you want that special light. Well, it costs more to light that light. Maybe you always wanted to get married and now you got someone to answer to. <laughs> maybe, maybe you wanted to have some type of interaction. Well, guess what? It comes with a consequence. Count the costs as you're going out to do whatever it is you want to do. Change in priorities. As you get older and as you see different things and have different experiences, what once what you wanted to desire, what you had as a desire passionately might lose its appeal in various ways. 
leading to a shift in priorities. I think um, any of you out there who have ever been unfaithful, maybe you were just up for the struggle. Maybe you were up for the fight. You get there. Maybe you took on what you wanted, but you didn't realize what it comes with. And now you're saddled with all kinds of struggles and problems and, you know, you're dealing with, maybe if it's a relationship, maybe you're dealing with somebody else's problems, all the damage control that you have to do on somebody else's life because their damage control wasn't done by them or whoever were around them or responsible for them or in a relationship before you with them. It's rough. But yeah, you cha- your, your priorities change. I mean, you take a man at 27. His priorities may, <clears throat> sorry, his priorities may be getting a condo, maybe finding a, a, a good loving girlfriend, maybe um, buying a house or getting that job, you know, getting his own business. And then you do some or all of those things and then you get to 79 <laughs> and then you wonder what was it all for yeah you bank some money you're laying in your bed sick on your deathbed surrounded by a nurse and maybe your wife or husband in a beautiful big house the long staircase that you can't even walk up and down anymore every type of food that you would like to eat but you can't eat it anymore beautiful land as far as the eye can see you're the lord of your lair or your land you're lord of over everything that you survey but of course you can't see it anymore because your eyes aren't working as well as they used to and then there's comparison and envy achieving your desire might expose you to the envy of others and constant comparisons can diminish the joy of your accomplishment I mean, how many men have dated a girl or married a woman and then when she gets angry, she compares you to her exes saying, well, you know, you're the only one I've ever dated who was like this or when I was in my past relationships, it was like this. And now it's like, it's like, man, this is my queen. This is this is what I fought and struggled for. This is what I work for, I struggle for. This is what I'm working with. You'd be surprised. Fear of losing. Once you have what you want, there's often a fear of losing it, leading to anxiety and stress rather than anticipated happiness. So again, Let's just say, I don't know where you live, but let's say you 
you do get that car, that Porsche, that Ferrari. I guess you'd maybe if you have it already, you know, maybe you're not bothered by it. But let's just say you had to struggle for this. Not something that was just dropped in your lap because your dad was rich or because you won on the lotto, hit the lotto, or, or maybe even hit the lotto. Or it was bequeathed <laughs> to you. And you're, you're rolling through the streets, you're getting out of your car. And then you're, uh, you possibly might be a little bit worried. Now, if you've never owned anything that you know other people for a fact would um, covet, then you might not understand it. So I'm just kind of giving you a little peek into what is the possibility of a situation like this. I can tell you from my own experience. Now, it's not, I didn't have like a supercar or a muscle car or, or one that many people wanted. But um, I had already had um, one, two. I already had two. Um, no, is it two or three? I had at least two Acura Integras. We had a '94 and a '96. One was a sedan. The '94, no, the '96 was a sedan, black sedan, and the '94 was a nice, shiny red two-door. Anyways, long story short, we eventually got rid of those cars and got other cars. And then we had an opportunity to buy another Acura Integra. Now, by this time, nobody had an Acura Integra. I bought my little stabilizing bars, set of rims. It was nice and clean. I cleaned it out a few times. I drove it up and down. And, and then one day... I remember I was getting out of the car, just going into a regular shopper's drug mart, and all of a sudden this unsettling feeling came over me. It's like, what the heck? The locks, like, it had, what was it? It was 2001. It was the 2001, so, and it was the one that was the same body as the, as the, um, the R-Type, <clears throat> but it was automatic. So it was just a basic one, but low mileage, and it was just clean. Anyhow, all of a sudden, the the thought of, of somebody actually jumping in and stealing it was, was real. I mean, at this time, and now it's even worse, at this time, nobody had these cars. And if they had it, it was a, a beater. It was rust everywhere. Mine was clean. I don't know what this... I think I, I was the second owner I, I, that I was the third owner of this car. So needless to say, it was a highly coveted car. And we did eventually sell it for more than twice what I bought it for. But it, yeah, sometimes you get what you want, but um, it does come with feelings of what could happen. Maintenance burden. And there you go with the car again. I'm just using a car. It could be anything. It could be a relationship. Possessions and achievements often come with maintenance responsibilities that can be overwhelming and distracting from the benefits. So, again, you want that car? Maybe you're a, a person, you want that new car, and you got that new car, but that new car comes with new, bell, new bills. Maybe you wanted a prestigious car, so instead of paying the regular fees for gas, you're now paying the premium because you have to put premium gas in your car. Right? You got to clean that car. You got to have upkeep. You got to do the brakes. Maybe 
you would have to do these things regularly, but of course the car that you've picked now, you, maybe it's a car that's not around. So you, you, you smashed a headlight. Now you're looking for a headlight. <laughs> nobody has it. Well, guess what? You don't have a headlight. And nobody has one because nobody has one. So you're hard pressed to find it. Do you understand? Maybe what you want isn't exactly what it's going, what you thought it was going to be. And then there's the plateau effect. Achieving your desire might lead to a plateau in personal growth as you become comfortable and less inclined to challenge yourself. So maybe you're a person you want to lose weight. Maybe you lose a good 50 pounds and you notice you're kind of teetering between 52 pounds lost and then gaining some back and you know, you, you plateau. You're looking pretty good. People have told you you look pretty good. So then it's like you stop fighting. You've gotten different reactions from people, different looks maybe. Maybe you can sit into a, the, the car seat or the airplane seat better than you used to. Maybe a dress or a pair of pants that you bought a while back thinking, I'm going to fit in these and you fit. And then it's like, now what? You plateau. You get, you get, you get um, satisfied and nothing's wrong with being satisfied. It's not even that you become satisfied. You become complacent. There's two different things. Satisfied, you're happy where you are and you're not disgruntled and you're not trying to move forward. And then there's the other thing. <laughs> so, you know, you get to where you are and there's, you know, you just you lose that, that, um, that desire to go for more, you get complacent. And maybe you're not even content, but you're just, you're just complacent. You're just like, okay, whatever, spinning my wheels. I'm not getting any better, but I'm not getting any worse. And maybe you just want to maintain. And then one day you realize, you know what? I really haven't actually real, realized my goals. Maybe you want to get down to, then you're really heavy and you got down to 220. And you're like, ah, not bad when your goal is really 185. You never know. But it's a thought, right? Chasing the next thing. Once you've attained one desire, you might find yourself constantly chasing the next. Never truly content. That's what I was saying. And always seeking the next source of happiness. And that's why I said at the beginning of this, if you can't find that, which you won't be able to find that without God, there's always going to be something that's going to need to top it. That desire that's in you, you know, what are you going to do if you lack the fulfillment from what you just did? Maybe there was unrealistic expectations off of what you did, what you were doing and then what you did and what you accomplished. Maybe you've lost motivation to move forward on anything else. And then there's unexpected consequences. And you're wondering, why am I paying out like this for something that I thought I wanted? Maybe you wanted more money, but it came with more problems. You know, you had poor people problems now you have rich people problems. And you changed your priorities. 
It was such a long, arduous journey that when you finally got to the summit of the mountain, Kilimanjaro and all, and then you're like, you know what? What I wouldn't give for a swim in a nice warm pool and on the other side of the pool waiting for me a nice sirloin steak with mashed potatoes and chives sloshed <laughs> with sour cream and bacon i don't know you know what i mean <laughs> it's comparison and envy you get to where you want and then all of a sudden you're being compared to to the person who got up the mountain Kilimanjaro in a day and a half or or, or nine hours and you it, you took 14 hours I don't know how long it takes to get there you can google that <laughs> and then there's the fear of losing it you know it says in the bible it says store up your 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 treasures in heaven where thieves cannot break in and steal you know, where they don't wither, where their rust doesn't eat them away. You understand? Fear of losing it. You fight so hard. I know I'm thinking of Jordan Peterson, who worked so hard getting his, his degree back when you couldn't do everything online and you actually had to read books and write essays without AI. <laughs> and they're threatening him. I don't know if they've taken it on all now, but... You get to something like that and then you, you, you know, maybe, maybe not Jordan Peterson, just another practitioner. And then you're, you know, maybe you're a doctor and you're, you're worried about giving a, a patient Ozempic. And you, if you give the wrong person Ozempic and it kills them, then you're worried that you're going to lose your, your, your doctor's license or your, your right to practice or a lawyer. You take on the wrong case. You, there's some kind of confidence that you broke or. Something like that, and next you know you're barred from the Upper Canada Law Society, or you're barred from the courts of Florida. You know what I mean? Because of some indiscretion. <sighs> Maybe it's the burden of maintenance. Oh, you wanted a house, did you? Well, guess what? The concrete is leaking in the basement. Maybe there was a nice wind. You're tapped out with your funds and it blew off your roof. Your shingles are everywhere and you can't pay to cover the wood. So your your house is slowly rotting and decaying from the up top, bringing in mold and your house is losing its goodness, <laughs> its soundness. And then there's the plateau. You get up there and you're like, now what? Where do I go after six trophies? Where do I go after a doctrine? Where do I go after getting to the $140,000 a year job? Maybe you've married the perfect wife, perfect husband. Maybe he satisfies your every need. Not necessarily all your wants. And maybe you're out there chasing the next thing. Hoping that the next thing will satisfy you, but you're unsatisfiable. You always find something to pick at that somebody else did wrong or is not totally right. Maybe you're the best of friends, but when you break out with people, you break out. 
There's always something wrong with everybody else. What do you do? Well, after saying all that, I can honestly tell you, contentment is very important in this life, not complacency, not I got my store-bought and it's running cool and I'm just going to help the society offer the products in which I've decided to sell and the neighborhood and you know when you're taking care of your family maybe you get to all that stuff and then you're 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 not content at all so you have to move on to two or three more other stores and the more locations you buy it's still not satisfying your hunger for achievement or success so you move on to another one and maybe you lose the ones that you have because you had to focus on the new ones right there's so many things that can go wrong in this world. But the one thing I can tell you is that you cannot go wrong. When you are a believer in Lord Jesus Christ, he lived a sinless life. He lived a purpose, a perf perfect life, a purposeful life and a perfect life. And he's gone. He he died on the cross. He rose again on the third day. He woke up on the Sunday. He got up from the dead. He was seen by many. <sighs> and then he left again. The ascension. And he said he goes. He's going to prepare a place. For us as believers, that where he is, we may be there also. He said, in his father's house, God the Father's house, there are many rooms. And he's preparing a place for us. So, it's a good thought to desire and to do many things in this world go to places to buy things to be in good great relationships have your different situations but understand something when you were born now I guess you could have been a twin but the bottom line is you came out alone and you're going out alone came out going out <laughs> alone you're gonna leave that car you're going to leave that significant other. And there's one thing that the Bible says. It says that only what you do for Christ will last. There's nothing in this world that is going to satisfy you endlessly. All of those things that I've just explained from lack of fulfillment unrealistic expectations, loss of motivation, unexpected consequences, change in priorities, comparison and envy, fear of losing, 
maintenance burdens, plateau effect, and chasing the next thing. Those can all, and I guarantee you one of them will usually upset whatever it is that you've done at some level, even if it's just for a while, but those are realities of this world. Everything is diminishing. Everything is like grasping and groping in the dark, in the wind. It's feeling the wind, but you can't hold it. Things of this world. So anyhow, not the most uh, bright and cherry episode. I was going to go into more, but I think I'm going to leave it right there. Let me think for a second. Yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Yeah. What you want may not be, and maybe not working out. Maybe it won't work out to (laughs) what you thought it would be. So enjoy life. But understand that there is a future coming. What will you do with the man Christ Jesus? Will you shun him? Will you believe? Will you put your trust, your faith in him? I mean, I I heard once from a preacher, I think it was John MacArthur, he said that we all have faith. We all are born with faith. You know, you, if you wake up in the morning and you turn the tab on, you have faith that water's going to come out that thing. Or when you flush the toilet, you have faith that it's going to flush. When you turn that key or press that button, you have faith that the car is going to start. Put your trust in the Lord Jesus, y'all. He's the only one who promises eternity with him, but only for the believers. Not for the half-stepping people. Not for the maybe he's there, or maybe he's real but those who have been given the faith to believe in him. Anyhow, I'm MCM, and this is the podcast I like to call. You're probably right. I, cause I, 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 I I think I, 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 (laughs) I think I am. Anyhow, until next time, y'all. Take care. Come check out You Probably Write Podcast. Society is getting more unpredictable every day, but at the same time, predictable in its unpredictability. Say that four times real fast. Come with me as I attempt to find clarity in all the fog while staying way outside the box and kicking the box way down the road with my size 12 docks. (laughs) I use the Bible, experience, education, fortune, misfortune, life's lessons, life's mistakes, to sort through all the mess. I talk about news, God, uh uh-oh, yeah, God, self-help, sports, sickness, health, music, parenting, love, humbleness, hurt, pain, joy, and all the things that might make you say, hmm, I never thought of it that way. 
hopefully anyway. Also, I take a stab at answering tough and not so tough questions. And all the while, understand that, listen, sometimes you end up in the hot seat and there's no thermostat. Well, that's how it is here. And because there's no topic, well, very few topics off the table, Trontonians will understand that Doug Ford reference there. (laughs) Hopefully the podcast will be helpful and uplifting. And hey, maybe you'll find your own private Idaho here somewhere. Hope to see you soon.